Let's pray before we begin. Lord, please let us understand your word and put it in our hearts. May it shape our lives to be more like your Son. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Chapter 4 Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove's eyes within thy locks. Thy hair is as a flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. Thy teeth are like a flock of sheep that are even shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof every one bear twins, and none is barren among them. Thy lips are like a thread of scarlet, and thy speech is comely. Thy temples are like a piece of a pomegranate within thy locks. Thy neck is like the tower of David, builded for an armory, whereon there hang a thousand bucklers, all shields of mighty men. Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins, which feed among the lilies. Until the day break and the shadows flee away, I will get me to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of frankincense. Thou art all fair, my love, there is no spot in thee. Come with me from Lebanon, my spouse, with me from Lebanon. Look from the top of Amena, from the top of Shinar and Hermon, from the lion's dens, from the mountains of the leopards. Thou hast ravished my heart, my sister, my spouse. Thou hast ravished my heart with one of thine eyes, with one chain of thy neck. How fair is thy love, my sister, my spouse! How much better is thy love than wine, and the smell of thine ointments than all spices! Thy lips, O oh my spouse, drop as the honeycomb. Honey and milk are under thy tongue, and the smell of thy garments is like the smell of Lebanon. A garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse, a spring shut up, a fountain sealed. Thy plants are an orchard of pomegranates with pleasant fruits, campfire with spikenard, spikenard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon with all trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes with all the chief spices, a fountain of gardens, a well of living waters and streams from Lebanon. Awake, O north wind, and come thou south, Blow upon my garden, that the spices thereof may flow out. Let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits. Matthew Henry Commentary on Songs of Solomon Chapter 4, verses 1 to 7 If each of these comparisons has a meaning applicable to the graces of the church or of the faithful Christian, they are not clearly known, and great mistakes are made by fanciful guesses. The mountain of myrrh appears to mean the mountain Moria, on which the temple was built, where the incense was burned, and the people worshipped the Lord. This was his residence till the shadows of the law given to Moses were dispersed by the breaking of the gospel day, and the rising of the sun of righteousness. And though, in respect of his human nature, Christ is absent from his church on earth, and will continue to be so till the heavenly day break, yet he is spiritually present in his ordinances and with his people. How fair and comely are believers when justified in Christ's righteousness and adorned with spiritual graces, when their thoughts, words and deeds, though imperfect, are pure, manifesting a heart nourished by the gospel. Verses 8 to 15. Observe the gracious call Christ gives to the church. It is 
1. A precept. So this is Christ's call to his church to come off from the world. These hills seem pleasant, but there are in them lions' dens. They are mountains of the leopards. 2. As a promise, many shall be brought as members of the church from every point. The church shall be delivered from her persecutors in due time, though now she dwells among lions. Psalms 57 verse 4. Christ's heart is upon his church, his treasure is therein, and he delights in the affection she has for him. It's working in the heart, and its works in the life. The odors wherewith the spouse is perfumed are as the gifts and graces of the Spirit. Love and obedience to God are more pleasing to Christ than sacrifice or incense. Christ having put upon his spouse the white raiment of his own righteousness, and the righteousness of saints, and perfumed it with holy joy and comfort, he is well pleased with it, and Christ walks in his garden unseen. A hedge of protection is made around, which all the powers of darkness cannot break through. The souls of believers are as gardens enclosed. Where is a well of living water? John 4 verse 14 and John 7 verse 38. The influences of the Holy Spirit. The world knows not these wells of salvation, nor can any opposer corrupt this fountain. Saints in the church and graces in the saints are fitly compared to fruits and spices. They are planted and do not grow of themselves. They are precious. They are the blessings of this earth. They will be kept to good purpose when flowers are withered. Grace, when ended in glory, will last forever. Christ is the source which makes these gardens fruitful, even a well of living waters. Verse 16. The church prays for the influences of the Blessed Spirit to make this garden fruitful. Graces in the soul are as spices in these gardens that in them which is valuable and useful. The Blessed Spirit, in his work upon the soul, is as the wind. There is the north wind of conviction and the south wind of comfort. He stirs up good affections and works in us both to will and to do that which is good. The church invites Christ. Let him have the honor of all the garden produces, and let us have the comfort of his acceptance of it. We can invite him to nothing but what is his own already. The believer can have no joy of the fruits, unless they redound some way or other to the glory of Christ. Let us then seek to keep separate from the world, as a garden enclosed, and to avoid conformity thereto. Please consider, how does this chapter apply to you? Thank you for listening. And if you like this, please subscribe and consider liking my Facebook page and joining my group, Jesus Answers Prayer. May God bless your day. Hello, we are Mark and Pearl Lambert, and we are the ministers of Jesus Answers Prayers. If you like this ministry, please help support it. The link to donate is found in the description below. Thank you and God bless.